once again greet you all in the name of Jesus. Good morning and praise the Lord. Um, I'm so delighted to stand before you. Um, this being my fourth time coming to UK and the New Wine. And we've had such a blessed week uh, down there. Not down this time round. I'm told it is not down. <laughs> so it was a new, it's completely a new site uh, at Petersburg. Um, and so we've been blessed uh, to be there. Every time I come to New Wine, um, uh, it's, it's just an amazing uh, experience for me uh, coming to worship the Lord, being with many thousands of people gathering together for one purpose, to worship one. And I like the theme uh, as it went, uh, bringing together thousands to worship one. It is good to worship God uh, because there's no other being uh, who deserves our worship other than him alone. Um, greetings from my wife. I spoke to her this morning, Monica. Um, and we are blessed with four children. We thank God for his goodness in our lives and even for the ministry that he has given to us to serve him in the Diocese of Kericho. Um, I got this invitation and I was given the opportunity to speak uh, the Word of God. Um, and the theme which I was given is pray without ceasing. That is First Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 17. Um, that's one verse which many of us would be familiar with. Because as Christians and good believers, we can't live in anything else other than depending on God. And therefore, one way of being in contact communication with God is through prayer. And therefore, Paul, as he wrote that epistle, he says, pray without ceasing. Uh, probably we might begin to ask ourselves, why then pray continually, pray without ceasing? But one thing which is true is that Paul says this out of his personal experience. Because you remember, in his spiritual journey, in his ministry as he served, many a times he went through difficulty, and many times as well he enjoyed ministry. But he didn't stop at anything other than putting his trust in God and praying. One key um, incident which we all know is when Paul with Silas were put in prison and the only business they were left with was not to lament and cry and ask for help from any other person but instead they worshipped the Lord and they prayed and for sure the gates of the prison were loosened. That's powerful for me because it reminds us constantly that we need to pray and we need to ask God to intervene in our lives and in our situations uh, every time. Today I come with this message and to affirm that yes, as we pray without ceasing, it is good to have that confidence and say, prayer for sure works and therefore prayer is fact. Many people would doubt um, many things. 
The world is full of doubters. It began with Thomas and many others. And the same is happening even in our generation, where people would doubt everything, including even the existence of God. But I want to give you this challenge this morning, that if you are one of those people who may be doubting the power of prayer, then probably you may haven't have had a first-hand experience of the power of prayer. Prayer changes things. Prayer changes a lot of things, and it makes us to realize that indeed the God we worship is all-powerful, and he can do great things uh, in our lives. We as believers would know from our own personal experience that prayer indeed is fact. I don't know whether you've prayed for healing and prayed for your dear loved one and asked God that he may get or she may get healed. And probably you are doing that at a point where the doctors have declared and said this condition is not possible and therefore we are referring this person for home care. You've seen that many times. Recently, I went to see a family who are really at the point of hopelessness because one of their own had been given treatment went to various hospitals, including even here in the UK, but unfortunately, at the end of it all, they were told, please, you do go back home because it's not possible again to change uh, the, the situation. And therefore, going to see them, at times you might even lack words to tell them. But imagine, in such situations, and then people of faith would come and pray and say, in Jesus' name, you get healed. If you pray for such a person, and then from, uh, for sure they get healed, and that situation improves and becomes healthy and up and running again, then you will truly get convinced and say, for sure, prayer is fact. I love the words of Jesus, which gives us a confirmation that God hears our prayers and therefore, as Paul encourages us to pray without ceasing, Jesus as well advised and encouraged his disciples to say, never give up, but continue praying. I want us to read, uh, if it can come up on the screen, Luke 18, the Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 18. We'll read some few verses to verse 7. Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. He said, In a certain town, there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared what people thought. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him uh, with a plea, Grant me justice against my adversary. For some time he refused, but finally he said to himself, even though I don't fear God or care what people think, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she won't eventually come and attack me. And the Lord said, listen to what unjust judge says. 
and I will not, and will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep them off? And if you read verse 8, the first part, it says, I tell you, he will see that they get justice and get it quickly. That is God saying that he will grant justice that which the world may not give. And therefore, as Christians, we praise God this day, knowing that even when times are difficult, even when situations seem not to be promising, it is a moment to keep praying and not stop prayer. You know, at times when you go through difficult times, you try even to raise your voice to pray, and at times you wonder, why should I keep praying, yet nothing has ever changed even all this time. I want to encourage you this morning, as Jesus told his disciples, you should always pray and never give up. A story is told of two young men. I can't know, I don't know whether they are two young men because I know there are people here who call themselves young men when they meet. <laughs> um, but um, these two men, Mark and Gary, they were uh, sailing across um, a small a little shore which was about three miles apart. And therefore, they had a small boat and they wanted to cross over. Unfortunately, the weather forecast had called for a nasty weather, just as we got in Petersburg, <laughs> that you must close and go away. <laughs> These two guys, yes, they heard about the message, and they were, uh, all were advised that it is not safe uh, to cross over. But they thought to themselves, suppose we can uh, rush quickly just before uh, the, 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 the tide becomes too, too, too bad. And therefore, they set off and they said, we will manage. Just three miles is not a long distance. As they were on their way going, rough waters crashed their boat. And so instantly filling the boat, and so it capsized, it sank, and they were there desperate, and they were unable to reach uh, to the shore. They were only lucky that Gary, who was a good swimmer, grabbed the pole, which was 10 foot long, and therefore he was able to uh, uh, sink it down, and, um, and therefore, um, they, they, it, it, it went to the mud and it, it, it helped them now to, to raise their heads above the water. Mark was not a very good swimmer and therefore there was no option of saying we swim across. But still, it was at night and therefore they thought to themselves, even if we were able to swim across, then it is at night and they might easily find themselves just swimming in circles and not getting anywhere because it was still dark. Fortunately, uh, these poles kept their heads above the water and as they waited and waited, 
Mark was getting really exhausted and cold. And he started saying, my friend Gary, I'm unable to continue holding the pole because it is extremely cold and my body system is shutting up and I'm unable to continue holding. But Gary keeps encouraging him and saying, my friend, please hold on, hold on, hold on. Someone will see us and we, we, will, we will be rescued. Someone will come through for us and we will be rescued. Interestingly, Gary wasn't a believer. But he's there encouraging his friend to say, continue holding on. Hold on because somebody will come. At the back of his mind, Gary could not believe what he was saying. But he's just uttering those words to keep encouraging the friend to continue uh, holding. This man, Gary, was just a heathen throughout his adult life, and he had described himself in these words, cheating, drinking, looking for love in, love in wrong places. So he was a, just a terrible guy. He didn't have any faith, and so uh, he was just saying things which he didn't believe. But when things got worse, and now they were at the brink of losing, especially Mark, and even himself, Gary started praying. That's unbelievable. But he started praying, and he said, God, if you hear, you know, that's now beginning to doubt. God, if you hear, please, please send us a boat. Please save us. And then again goes back to his senses and says, no, what have I said? What, what, what have I said? Because he doesn't believe in what he has just said. God hears the prayers. And for sure, two minutes after he had uttered those words, and it was now getting dawn in the morning, around 5.30 in the morning, a boat appears. And wow, Gary says, do I believe what I'm saying? Because he could not believe in what he had said, now he can't also believe what he sees. Because he had just prayed, and God had the prayer, and therefore someone appeared. He raised the shirt up high, that he might be seen by someone in that boat, and for sure they were rescued. That is a prayer which was said by Gary. Little faith can enable us to really see and witness great things in our lives because God hears our prayer and he can always come through at the time of need. Praise the Lord. Fortunately, Gary later thought about the miraculous act and he started just crying, crying, and uh, for sure he later said, God, because you saved me from the flood, I also give my life to you, and he became a believer. Some things happen to our lives which will push us to continue growing in the faith and to come to realize that for sure it is God himself who is enabling us 
and uh, fighting for us and, and uh, uh, giving us what we need uh, in our lives. And therefore, I would encourage all of us this day that when things seem to be worse and things have gone to be uh, uh, very challenging, it is not time to give up because Jesus, as he says, giving this parable, he said, God is faithful and he can always grant justice. Yes, the people of, of the earth may not understand us sometimes, may not even know what exactly we are looking for, even when you come to worship and praise the Lord. But one thing I know, God understands us, he hears us, and he acts at his own opportune time, and he blesses his people and provides that which we ask of him. Two key things which I want to bring uh, as, as major points, even as I summarize, is that God always listens. He always listens to, 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 to his people. Going by the story I've just shared, this guy was just asking and praying that God bring us a boat. Little did he know that God has already heard that prayer in heaven. So whenever you utter those little words, asking God for help, thanking God for what he, is, what he has done and who he is in our lives, are very powerful and God always listens to those prayers and he brings justice because he says, I will act quickly and bring justice uh, to our lives. I found that God hears, in my own personal experience, I found that God hears and he answers prayer. But even if he doesn't answer them or respond to them as per our expectation, because as human beings, when we pray, we also begin to imagine and expect that things will, act, it will happen the way we expect. But I want to say, even if we pray whenever we pray, and things do not happen the way we expect, or within our timing, it is not time to say, God is not with us, God is not responding, but it is time to continue praying because we are encouraged to pray without ceasing. We need to pray every time we get opportunity. We need to pray every moment when God gives us uh, uh, time to come and worship and even to pray. So probably today we might be at the verge of failing, things falling apart. And many things could not be working in your own personal life and you feel God, I need you, and I need your intervention. Probably you are totally broke, and now bankruptcy leaping next to your doorstep, and you're wondering what will happen next. You could be there, and you've tried everything you could, and all your cards are stuck against you, and you cannot see any hope, and you are now wondering what will become of me after all this. In our relationships, which sometimes it becomes very challenging, and somebody going through such a difficult experience would not really be happy. And therefore, 
you struggle with that and say, God, you gave me my spouse, and now things are not working for us. What do we do? I want you to say, it is time to invite God's presence in that family and say, God, intervene for us and bring back the love once again. You could be wondering what step to take. But for me, I would encourage you and say, the step to take is the step of prayer. Your health might be failing, and probably there's no hope for cure, as I said with one of the families I visited uh, recently. And there's nothing very challenging than to have somebody in the family whom you know for sure that this person is going through pain and there's nothing much to be done even to change that. I would once again say, prayer is fact. And when we pray and ask God, he is the healer and he can always change that situation. Finally, as Christians, it's good never to put doubt and cast doubt in whatever we ask from God. Let's not be like Gary who asks for things and he doesn't believe in what he has asked from God. Prayer works best when we expect God to answer them. In fact, that builds our faith and builds our confidence. Because if you doubt what God can do in your life, then you will, may not see when, even when things have changed. You may not realize even when God has already answered. Because God may answer you differently from what you expected. And God answers our prayer in different ways. Yes, you could be expecting him to bring a blessing or finances in this manner. But God says, no, I'm not giving you this, but I'm opening another way for you. Much as it could be another difficult time, but eventually it will become something to thank God for. So it is good to trust in God. Prayer works best when God, uh, uh, when, when it is God himself uh, who answers them the way we have asked. But even when before God answers, it is good for us to expect from him and say, God, you are the only source of our help, and therefore we look up to you for our help. So let's continue praying without ceasing. Even when things uh, are not very good for us, continue praying, continue praying, and you will eventually receive your deliverance. You will eventually receive your blessing, and you will continue saying, God, there's none like you. So may God bless us and keep uh, encouraging all of us and give us new hope to know that in prayer, for sure, things will change. I like that as we come to New Wine, as we come to Trinity, that moment of prayer, never take it for granted. The ministry, uh, 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 prayer, uh, ministry of prayer, whenever we are invited for prayer, please submit and surrender to God and say, God, as you promised in your word, you always deliver justice and you do it very quickly. Praise the Lord. Welcome for prayer. Amen. Thanks, Bishop Ernest. What a great encouragement for us. I'm going to invite everyone to stand, and we're going to do exactly that. Great encouragement from Bishop Ernest to, to come forward for prayer ministry whenever there's an opportunity, and that's, that's exactly what we're going to do now. We're going to create space for that. 
for God to come and meet with us, for us to pray and intercede for one another. Let's just have a moment of quiet first and, and personally pray and intercede. Maybe, maybe you want to just ask the Lord, Lord, how, how am I to respond in this moment? Ask him whether there's something that you uh, personally need to come forward and get prayer for or something you need to begin interceding for. Or maybe it's an encouragement for you to take a step out and pray for a brother and sister today. I don't know what it is, but we'll just give a moment for you to to ask Jesus how he wants you to respond in this moment. Pray without ceasing. What a helpful instruction and encouragement to us. Simple yet profound. simple yet difficult too. We don't want to ignore the fact that sometimes it, it, can, it can feel really hard to, to take the step to pray about something and, and particularly if that's you, we, we want to pray with you, we want to stand with you. If there's a situation that you, you just haven't felt able to open yourself up and pray about, then we absolutely want to invite you to come and take a stand here at the front. There's nothing special about this place up here, but we find it significant in terms of just a physical outworking to take the step forward and, and come to the front, and then it helps us know who needs someone to stand alongside them. So if that's you, if, if there's something that you have struggled to dare to take the step to pray or to ask someone to pray, then we want to invite you forward. We'd love to pray with you for that. Or maybe... I've got a sense that there might be some people here that there's a, there a time in your life when you, you felt like you could mark yourself as an intercessor and, and that's kind of slipped away as the years have gone by and you want to you get back to that place of, of being an intercessor where well, we'd love to stand with you and pray for that. Or quite simply, if there's just, just a need, you just know... As, as Bishop Ernest was sharing, you know that you need God to send a boat to you. You need him to send a boat in, in your hour, your moment of need. Then we would love to pray with you. So there's just space now. Just begin to make yourself move move forward. Church family, don't don't waste a moment. Come and, come and take a step. 